0: Trello, where where are we right now? The this off. is different for us. Is it? This is new.
1: We are, um, so I drugged you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually in Norway. This doesn't feel
0: like James's kitchen. <laughs> this isn't a, yeah, random ass table in a random ass kitchen.
1: <laughs>
0: We're being held hostage. Also, there's a third just transient voice in the background. Who's that? <laughs> That's our new, what Trello, what's your title? Um, this is our third
1: CEO. Am I just the third?
0: <laughs> Producer, MC. Hi, the name's Trello, the third.
1: Trello. The, call <laughs> actually, the third. That's actually kind of true. This is my namesake. Oh. Oh. So it's yeah, true. And so I am technically the third Trello in the family. So you found your title. Now I'm professionally <laughs> a
2: third. Trello the
1: third. Perfect. The third. Pay raise. <laughs>
0: Pay raise. You'll
2: see that in your next paycheck. Perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is zero
2: dollars 10 increase from zero
0: is zero yeah so 10x yeah Sorry. increase is still technically the same
2: but be grateful you know some <laughs> people don't get any pay raises
1: or any they just don't get any right you know,
2: yeah. so well being a third clearly you i are. would i would yes. love to hear you quit bitching
0: about it <laughs> it's like we just hired him on and he's like you know when's oh this gosh. coming through and brett's like no shut up (laughs) you get paid
2: when we get paid
0: (laughs) (laughs) someday oh we're just
2: doing it for fun no but for the good memories
0: i do think trello should introduce himself though this transient voice off camera
2: we don't have to include it if you don't want to
0: (sighs) everything gets fixed in
1: post i don't know what to introduce myself like
0: i would start with your
2: name oh favorite color (laughs) favorite tv show
1: um my name is trello (laughs) <laughs> name's trello prince
0: wow. it's hard to even think of what trello's title is because for one we're so not in my things. living room this no. is trello's studio mm-hmm. we've been painting
2: we spent the last couple of weeks kind of sprucing this room mm-hmm. up to make a beautiful studio it was white before now
0: it is not white we've Black. got soundproofing, right which Probably know if you listened to the podcast before. That was not we did not have soundproofing dining room. (laughs) As you heard, the garage open, cars go by. We'd always be getting into a really good bit and then just Mm -hmm.
2: perfect. So that's eliminated here.
0: We're just up in our game. Yeah, Trello takes care of everything. I think is Trello is the game upper Mm -hmm.
1: jack of all
0: trades. There was like podcast one, (laughs) and this is like podcast two. This is the new and improved. Yeah,
2: this is about that 2.0.
0: hmm. Training wheels coming off. hmm. What would you add, Trello?
1: It turned out great. I'm excited. It's gonna be sweet.
2: <laughs> Hello. Do you like bagels? Of course you like bagels. Who doesn't like bagels? introducing Bruggen's bagels. We make lots and lots of bagels for everyone to enjoy. So, if you like the bagels, please, you should come get a bagel. We made so many bagels. We actually made too many bagels. Please come get a bagel, because I don't know where to put any more of the bagels. We make big bagels, small bagels, medium-sized bagels at Broadfast bagels. Any bagel, really. Just come get a bagel. We are over our bagel limit and have no more bagel storage. Please, I am begging you, come to Bruggen's Bagels to get a bagel.
0: I've got a question for, uh, for both of you. When I say the word <laughs> drug or drugs, what comes to mind? first thing that comes to mind narcotics narcotics Uh so you imagine somebody like shooting up i don't know with needles someone's like what do you imagine
1: well it goes there and then it goes to like i've been working with the clinic right down south and Mm -hmm. it's a lot of like master plant medicine so you get into like ayahuasca combo um iboga Mm -hmm. psilocybin so that's where that's where i'm at when i hear the word drugs
0: that i think is like yeah an image of drugs that yeah makes sense to me i can picture that i can picture a a clinic with plant medicine what about for you brett have you ever seen the movie wet
2: hot american summer no oh it's a comedy
0: but there's this
2: one scene where they're all just strewn about the floor with needles sticking out of their veins and (laughs) coke all over their faces (laughs) That's what I think of when I think of drugs.
0: I don't know why. Well, did you see Elon Musk's uh, tweet where he said that next he's going to buy Coca-Cola so he can put the cocaine back in Coca-Cola?
1: <laughs> Finally.
0: Oh, my Sometimes. gosh. Yeah. Do you think people know that, that Coca-Cola, the first version of Coca-Cola, had cocaine in it? It was a pick-me-up. still is today, but.
2: <laughs> it had a, had much uh, of a different kind of kick
0: back then. So I want to talk. about what that'd be like. Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, maybe we'll find out someday. Coke, Coke.
2: (laughs) Yeah, maybe we'll find out.
0: Yeah. Under Elon's reign, they're gonna have to change the name to like Cocaine Cola. So just Cocaine Coke, Cocaine Cola. I do think that's why I was called that, though. (laughs) So, boys, I want to talk about a drug that is in this room (gasps) right now.
1: There are. I'm looking at, at you, Trello.
0: There are at least three people that are high on this drug right now. And that drug is caffeine. What? Oh, nice. And this episode <laughs> is brought to you by Starbucks. <laughs> I love <laughs> caffeine. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so I want to, if I said, like, oh, caffeine is a drug. Do you agree with that take? I mean, by the technical definition of drugs,
2: yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, so in, in college, I took my favorite class, I think, that I took was drugs, society, and life. Is what it was called,
0: and that sounds like it'd be the most interesting it, class.
2: It was like we, they have these schedules of drugs, right? Depending sure. on what they do, their severity, and uh, caffeine's in the same schedule as cocaine. So hmm. because of that class, I've always considered it.
0: What's that class? Would
2: that be like mild stimulant? My mild to moderate, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. but kind of stimulant, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how this topic came to mind for me is. I started reading this book last year. Well, I I listened to it on Audible. I don't. There's some people out there like you technically. Didn't oh, so you read didn't the book? You didn't read? You it. Listened <laughs> to it? I'm like, yeah, fine. I finished the book. Do you I don't, not even know how to read? <laughs> listening doesn't count. I like Audible. Okay, I don't. It's the future. I don't look at pieces of paper to consume my. Ugh. All right, that's a different podcast episode, but. <laughs> Caffeine by Michael Pollan is so interesting. So Michael Pollan wrote this book called Your Mind on Plants, and Trello, you'd be really interested yes, in this. He taught. He went into this book uh, with the intention of being. I want to explore plant medicine, and plant medicine is an interesting term because all every drug or a- anything you eat, it, anything you consume is somehow is a plant making it to your body. All medicine is plant medicine if you think about it. Mm-hmm. But I guess you know specific plant medicines like the ayahuasca's, the psilocybin's. And he figured, like, all right, I'm going to do this little pit stop on caffeine because caffeine comes from plants. And he got so entrenched in just caffeine that he made a separate book on it. So it didn't make it into your mind on plants. He just released a book called Caffeine by Michael Pollan. Mm-hmm. And I read it. What's it about? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's about sugar. <laughs> but for, for people out there who... Think maybe caffeine isn't a drug Mm -hmm. it's just it's just caffeine it's Mm -hmm. not it's not drugs if you don't believe me try quitting caffeine right now (laughs) try try going three months without caffeine and let me know what your first week without caffeine was like did you experience headaches did you experience brain fog were you irritable because you if you try and quit caffeine you go through caffeine withdrawal like you you will go through caffeine legit so you're saying i shouldn't quit
2: (laughs) that's what i'm hearing
0: and i'm addicted to caffeine are you i need it every day Mm -hmm. i drink caffeine every day every day yeah for me Ah. once again this episode is brought to you in part by starbucks (laughs) please sponsor please please Please. we love caffeine we're not desperate but we're a little bit desperate (laughs) (laughs) okay so tell me about this book so Michael Pollan when he was learning all about caffeine, he decided he was going to quit caffeine for 3 months while he was writing this book. Mm-hmm. And he had a, an espresso when he was done with that 3 month cleanse and he said it was the most psychoactive experience of his entire life, like having copious amounts of caffeine after having really? none. And that just convinced him that caffeine is it's a societally accepted drug, but it is a actual hard like drug, you know. Mm. And so I thought this was interesting. He goes into the whole history of caffeine, and this freaking blew my mind. Yeah, that's something I know nothing about. It's, well, it's really interesting. So, caffeine is new to the scene as far as like things humans consume. Like, humans have this sort of ancient relationship with alcohol. Mm-hmm. They think that mead was the first alcohol humans consumed. Mead is honey wine. Um, mm-hmm. And they think that humans discovered it by accident. And,. So we've we've been consuming alcohol for ever, for, right. like as far back as you can go. Mm-hmm. Alcohol has been Jesus. around. Jesus loved it. Jesus, you know, turn turning water into wine. Um, obviously, water is like pivotal to our entire existence. So ancient sure. relationship with water. Right. But drinking caffeine has only been around like a couple hundred years.
2: See, that's surprising to me. That feels like something that would have been discovered somehow <laughs> well, i don't know how but
1: <laughs> no, long I gotta, ago I gotta interject, like, like what about green tea because i think like ancient you know over i don't know did not have that until just recently. not
0: until the last couple centuries so it is surprising we, we discovered caffeine through three sources there are three sources where caffeine predominantly is derived from it turns out like soda doesn't grow on trees tea coffee and chocolate what? Those are the three sources of caffeine. Oh, and they were all discovered a couple hundred years ago. And the 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 all the countries in the Middle East at the time kind of had a monopoly on these plants because plants that have caffeine in them only grow near the equator. It has to be kind of a temperate environment and yeah, they can't They only grow, like, that's why, like, most of our coffee here is imported from, like, Colombia Mm -hmm. and Brazil, because it's, Mm -hmm. like, the perfect conditions to grow coffee. But, (laughs) this is really interesting. So, to answer your question, Trello, we discovered caffeine by accident, like all good things. Caffeine is an allergen that plants produce to discourage mammals from eating them. It's a poison. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And humans were, like... Joke's on you for producing that poison. We're, We're that super in everything. into it. I love it. I can't imagine my life without that poison. So. Wait,
2: so caffeine is just a warning
0: to not drink it? Yeah, like plants evolve to be like, maybe if we poison these humans, they won't pick this plant oh, anymore. Oh, that
2: is the most human thing to do. <laughs> like, warning, don't do this. I'm going to do that on mass scale.
0: Okay, well imagine the first person who invented cheese <laughs> yeah like we're we're weird and messed up there was a guy that's like hey hey brett uh you see that cow's milk in the corner of the barn that's been sitting there for like three months you should eat that <laughs> no dude it's hard now try it
2: just oh, try it it's hard
0: it's really tasty it's not you should... even milk anymore i know it's something new
2: fine that's delicious. We
0: should put this in every single thing we eat that's
2: now. That's true. Probably caffeine came about in the same relative way the cheese came about.
0: Yeah. So that's historically accurate. was like, I'm going to eat that curdled milk. I love it. I love it. So typical human. So uh, this was interesting. C- coffee and tea, that makes sense. But chocolate has caffeine in it too. Oh my gosh, 12 milligrams per ounce in chocolate. You oh. eat enough chocolate, you'll actually be a little stimulated. great. How, mu- how much would you have to eat? Well, I don't know how many ounces in, in like a normal Ghirardelli square, but I I think a lot, a lot more <laughs> than a cup of coffee. Maybe Trello can look that up for us. Um,
1: <laughs> I'll I'll look up a, a Hershey bar or something.
0: Thank you, dude. So we'll get we'll get back to you on how much coffee or how much Stay chocolate you'd need to consume to. <laughs> To feel like up and atom, But yeah, so the Middle East had this crazy, just monopoly. Yeah. Because these plants only grow in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And what happened was these Europeans, specifically the English, they started to love tea, love mm-hmm. tea and coffee. But these countries in the Middle East, they would roast all of the coffee and they would, you know, blend the tea leaves and then they would sell you the imported roasted coffee and roasted tea yeah. leaves. But there was this group of English and Irish people that snuck coffee and tea out into England and then the whole monopoly fell apart. And then coffee just spread across the world like wildfire. Really? And they started roasting it in-house. And in Michael Pollan's book, he argues that caffeine is responsible for, and that there's a good case to be made, that caffeine mm-hmm. is responsible for the Enlightenment.
1: I like that
0: theory. Uh Uh-huh. That Mm -hmm. checks out. Mm -hmm. And I want to convince everybody that this is true. It has to be. Because, Brett, before having access to coffee, I want you to imagine yourself as a young farmhand in England. often do. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brett, close your eyes. Picture yourself working out in the farm. And, you know, it's tireless labor. It's a hot day. (laughs)
2: and it's time for a break I'm a bit sweaty (laughs) and I think I need a break what are you going to drink on your break Hmm. let's see I have water but that doesn't sound very good because it gives me diarrhea (laughs) (laughs) I haven't quite invented filtration yet
0: that's a really good accent I'm impressed I told you I imagine this often (laughs) Okay, so you can't drink water Uh, because it's going to give you diarrhea. The milk is
2: curdled into cheese. (laughs) I can't drink that.
0: I don't know. Probably beer, right?
2: Yeah, probably. (laughs) Probably some warm beer.
1: Mm.
0: Okay, Brett, you can open your eyes now. (laughs) You're sitting in the farm. You've got a beer in your hand. You're taking your beer break. Because you, you've you just been working all day. You need energy. Right. Right. Now, when you go back to work, do you feel more amped up after having a large beer? Or do you feel sluggish? Mm, after slow? a big
2: old beer? Uh It's usually... Yeah, I don't feel light and airy after a beer. No.
0: <laughs> like, you wouldn't just, like, drink a large beer
2: before going for a run? It, no, I did that once. And uh, beer is not my go-to.
0: Like, energy
2: summer drink.
0: No, no. No. Ironically enough, little side note. Uh we've all Have you run a Spartan race? Trello. No, I haven't. It's so weird at the end of the Too Spartan race, you. they like they give you a beer and a banana.
1: Seriously. The best beer I've ever had.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Trello, you couldn't ever try beer because it's celiac's.
2: Mm-hmm. You no. Know, uh, and celiac's. Beer sucks. You don't want it.
0: It's the worst. Yeah, but they give you a beer and a banana because apparently it's you need the calories. Mm-hmm whatever. But yeah, this is what people did for hundreds of years. They had a beer break because water is dangerous to drink and you need to stay hydrated.
2: It does hydrate you. They used to drink that in the early days of professional basketball. At halftime, they would drink a beer.
0: That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Why? I don't know, but they did. Yeah. Well, fermentation, the fermentation process, it kills microbes and bacteria. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, in the Bible, you're always hearing about beer and wine. It's because that's the only safe liquid to consume. But the big problem is everyone's drunk that's all day true. long. That's true. All the time. That's true. Sluggish. Probably you feel sluggish all
2: day. Some brain fog. So yeah, can you just imagine being drunk all day, all the time. That'd be miserable.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like going back into work. Uh huh. After you've just been drinking beer from sun up to sunset. because you have to. <laughs> I'm not saying our ancestors were party animals, but they were absolutely party animals. It's what I'm saying. They were wasted at all times. They really were. So kids would drink hard cider with breakfast. You had oh, cider for breakfast, oh. beer for lunch, and wine for dinner. Appalling.
1: And that liver just doesn't answer.
0: S- yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't sound good to me. No, but it was. What else could you do? That was. That was public health. That's true. I guess either that or dysentery. (laughs) So probably the former. So this is really interesting because what happened was when these groups of rebels brought caffeine to be roasted in London, suddenly bars started to be replaced with coffee shops and people were obsessed because finally you can drink this safe liquid whenever you want. And you feel energized, yeah. And the focused. opposite of getting you drunk. Yeah, you you're more, even more sober. You're mm-hmm. more tuned in. You're more focused.
2: So these coffee shops started
0: emerging around when? Oh my goodness! So right around the time of the Renaissance, I can't remember the year. Wow, that is that's way
2: That's hmm, that's cool.
0: Yeah. So Voltaire, who is considered the father of the Renaissance, um, started spreading these ideas around like. Art and enlightenment and the and reason, mm-hmm. how to reason through problems, at coffee shops. The founding fathers, like the the ideas that led to the Boston Tea Party, yeah, were groups of people meeting up at pop at coffee shops, getting really caffeinated and discussing like what they wanted to do with their lives. Mm. You think about it; it's the exact polar opposite of alcohol. It's like I'm focused, I'm honed in. I've never been thinking more clearly. How do we actually fix problems? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So. You can literally take a look at human beings before caffeine and after caffeine. And you see, after caffeine, we had the Renaissance. We had the Enlightenment. We had math. We we had people deciding they wanted to rise up against countries and, you know, form this mm-hmm. crazy thing called a democracy. Yeah. It's fascinating. Like Benjamin Franklin, it, it was said he was in a coffee shop like 80% of the day. Like he would go in in the morning, go in at lunch, going at dinner. The founding fathers would oftentimes stay in coffee shops writing till like three in the morning because coffee keeps you awake all night long. So
2: what you're saying, what I'm getting, uh, it's constitutional <laughs> to drink coffee.
0: It is my constitutional
2: right. We wouldn't have the constitution <laughs> without coffee. I don't think we would.
0: Just saying. Yeah. Fascinating. I, honestly.
2: Which makes honestly sense. Though. How would you write that long <laughs> of a boring document Sorry, I don't. I didn't mean it's like boring. (laughs) sorry.
0: You wouldn't read it for fun, though. Have you ever just stayed up late at night reading the Constitution? No, no. Have you? It's not Harry Potter. I'll just put it that way. Plot is terrible. But (laughs) sorry, you have to be caffeinated to get through that mess.
2: Complaints galore. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Constitution, but we can all admit it's not
0: exciting. Maybe you could write a more exciting version of the same thing, Brett. What would you do? Would you include... like a coffee shop? (laughs) Little diagrams, maybe pictures? Yeah.
2: We need some illustrations (laughs) in the Constitution. (laughs) Some analogies. Some metaphors. Maybe a story. Yeah.
0: Some diagrams. Yeah.
2: It's kind of hard to wrap
0: your head around at times. Yeah, yeah. And, like, in more modern speak. This is a different can of worms, but... Yeah, different episode. (laughs) When people say, like i'm trying to defend my constitutional rights i'm like what are your constitutional rights like tell me like did you read it have you read it
2: uh <laughs> it's my right to not know <laughs> coffee is a right i guess no
0: constitutional right oh that's so funny okay here's an interesting one mm-hmm. so i'm i imagine people listening out there you probably have a 401k or at least, like, can imagine a future where you ha- have one, something like that. Or have you at least heard of investing? Do
2: you, know, do you know what a 401k is? <laughs> Four? <I don't>
0: <laughs> Anyways,
1: go on, James. <laughs> yep.
0: The London Stock Exchange was started in a coffee shop. No. Yeah. So all these what? people would get together at this coffee shop and they would debate. They would write. <laughs> Just hopped up on caffeine. Hopped up on caffeine and there was this one particular coffee shop that was all about trading equities. So you would show up and say, I have 100 <laughs> paper shares of some British company. And then they'd be like, okay, I'll buy those 100 shares for X price. And after doing this long enough, they, they like, it eventually led to the forming of the first British stock exchange from <laughs> so that coffee shop. We have
2: Wall Street, coffee to thank for Wall Street.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: You know, I want to know how much coffee were they drinking?
0: so that's true legend has it that voltaire the father of the enlightenment mr enlightenment himself would consume 72 cups of espresso a day which sounds like your heart would stop 72
1: how many milligrams of caffeine is that i
2: thought i had a
0: problem that's a
2: lot (laughs) Of oh, milligrams. I'm sure we do with our current modern day processes probably extract more caffeine. Out I think of the so. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a total guess out of my ass. I have no idea. Maybe but it's stronger today. Either way. Also, that's a legend. Like maybe 70 cups is a lot. <laughs> That is a lot. That is
0: a lot. I have around like two a day. Here's another interesting one. The very first encyclopedia which was written by um, I hope I'm saying his name right. Jonathan's Encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that, because if I say his name, I'm going to butcher it. Oh, we love weird names here. What's yeah. his name? Uh, Dennis D. Turow. I think it's D. Tarot.
1: It's mm-hmm. not Ditterot,
0: <laughs> but I want to say Ditterot. Dennis Diderot. I think it's Dennis Diderot. The first encyclopedia was written in a coffee shop, so I want you to imagine like your good friend is like, crazy caffeinated is like quick tell me every single word that starts with the letter a and then just starts writing (laughs) apple (laughs) awesome amazing just keeps going and is like no they all have to be in alphabetical order you don't get it this is going to be a everyone's going to read this it's going to be awesome you can look up every word quick say another word go oh my gosh i'm so caffeinated are you feeling anxious i'm anxious (laughs) oh i gotta finish this encyclopedia
2: that's true i never really considered how one would sit down to (laughs) to compile the encyclopedia (laughs) but caffeine's the only way right like nobody is doing that for fun in their downtime Hmm. i never thought about how all of these very boring documents (laughs) and things that we (laughs) use as humans (laughs) that we just (laughs) take for granted are national constitution or encyclopedia yeah how would you do that without the assistance
0: of a stimulant (laughs) and arguably too on the reverse side for most of the human condition we were in kind of a stupor yeah because alcohol was the only safe drink so caffeine not only took us out of this phase of human existence of being drunk all the time Mm -hmm. but then enhancing our brains and making us lightning focused too yeah right so it's kind of a super tool as far as drugs go in my opinion wow caffeine's great It is. And what
2: I think I'm hearing is that we need to place espresso machines, coffee machines, coffee makers in everywhere. In offices, in doctor's offices, in dentist shops, in
0: wherever there's people doing things. If you could have an espresso machine in your car, would you? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I don't even know why I asked that question. I knew what the answer was. I would was. pay
2: a lot more for a car with an espresso machine <laughs> in it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, okay, I've spent a, a copious amount of time like getting everybody ramped up on how caffeine changed the world. Mm-hmm. But now I want to discuss why caffeine is maybe a terrible idea.
1: Oh,
2: I knew I was going to get to this. I knew it.
1: <laughs> Let's just skip this part.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just ruin my...
0: I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I'm so sorry to do this to you. I'm going to... So caffeine... How am I killing myself? (laughs) (laughs) Let's make the reverse argument now, essentially. We've talked about how caffeine rocks. It was amazing. Changed the whole human condition. And now I want to maybe convince the two of you to quit caffeine for three months. (coughs) Maybe we could all do it together.
2: I can start with a couple hours, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... There's this idea in life. You you both have probably heard this phrase, but there's no free lunch. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as free lunch. Every single action has a consequence. And how caffeine works, everybody just bear with me here because this is going to get a little bit dry. I'm going to try and make it interesting. But caffeine occupies a receptor in our brain that is normally occupied by a molecule called adenosine oh adenosine if there's anything you get from this podcast i want you to like write down that word adenosine
2: adenosine
0: (laughs) brought to you by adenosine adenosine you don't know what it is but maybe you will yeah adenosine to sponsor (laughs) can we get a molecule yeah to sponsor the podcast so okay so i wish we could have like a little diagram of, like, what adenosine does. But I want you to picture adenosine as like a tiny little, I don't know, like fairy, like this teeny tiny little fairy. And you're like, mm-hmm. you're walking around in this room and you see one fairy in the corner. And then you look and you see another fairy. And the fairy is like beckoning other fairies. And before you know it, your entire body is like covered in all these tiny little fairies and they're like shouting weird fairy language at you. And you're like, ah, I'm covered in fairies. Adenosine is effectively this tiny little fairy that runs around in your brain and it calls all its other fairy fri- friends until it like s- has swarmed your entire brain and it sends the signal to tell you to sleep go to bed it's time for you to wind down and adenosine builds up all morning long and usually about siesta time which in you know in europe siesta times like between 2ish and 5ish adenosine is built up so much that it's time to take a nap my afternoon slump Yeah, Ah. humans are naturally, we have evolved to sleep for a little bit during the day Mm -hmm. and be awake a little bit at night. And caffeine blocks adenosine. When your adenosine receptors are blocked, you get focused. Fairy killer. (laughs) Killing the fairies. Maybe there's a a better analogy for that. I don't freaking know. No, that was perfect. It's freaking boring to talk about. Brain receptors, but just imagine it. Just imagine the cute little fairies trying to sprinkle sleep dust on you. Yeah. So, this has huge consequences. Like, I cannot stress this enough. Blocking your adenosine is bad for you. Even though the effects of caffeine wear off between four to six hours. So, say you had yeah. one cup of coffee in the morning at mm-hmm. like 9 a.m., mm-hmm. the effects would wear off between two or three. Mm-hmm. But adenosine, the the caffeine blocking adenosine, it wears off in half-lives. So half of it will be gone by hour 12, 8 p.m. The next half from there will be gone around midnight. The next half will be gone around 3 in the morning. Which means even if you have a single cup of coffee at 8 a.m., your adenosine is still being blocked at 3 a.m. And so it keeps you from getting into your deepest phase of sleep. So arguably, if you're like me and you've been drinking coffee for years, you have not experienced truly deep sleep for years, which is terrible. It affects what? our mood. It mm-hmm. makes us anxious. It it actually, like, your your brain needs to reset. You know, it's it's terrible for your brain. Why didn't nobody tell me this, like, five years ago?
2: <laughs> I haven't slept real in five years.
0: So yeah what a (laughs) bummer you're you are not well rested right now neither am i unfortunately Mm. surprise surprise but okay so i'll back up a little bit that's probably not the end of the world you're if you sleep pretty restfully i imagine though right uh, i thought (laughs) so there's a case to be made that all right you're not experiencing true slumber you're never hitting there's this phase beyond REM. Usually people think I want to get a good REM cycle and that's where you're doing a lot of crazy dreaming and your, your brain's very active. Mm-hmm. There's this phase past REM, which is where you don't dream, you don't stir, you don't move and it's the deepest phase of sleep and it's where your brain effectively shuts completely off. Comatose. Complete comatose. People who drink caffeine don't experience that. But there is a reverse argument to say, as long as you're getting good REM cycles, you feel good, you're waking up and you're feeling well rested, you're probably okay. But we really don't know the long-term effects of entire generations of people for hundreds of years never experiencing deep sleep, you know? So so we're an experiment. This is a, a few hundred years experiment for human beings. We're very new to our relationship with this drug and don't fully understand it yet.
2: Interesting.
0: Now, here's where... Here's where caffeine's the real villain, and what makes me hate caffeine. Buckle up. Because caffeine ruins your sleep, you wake up in the morning feeling exhausted. So you walk into the kitchen, you see your coffee maker, and you make a cup of coffee so you can feel wide awake. Yes. So caffeine creates a problem that it then tricks your brain into solving. Vicious cycle. Exactly.
2: Mm, I've been tricked.
0: How does that make you feel, Brett?
2: I feel deceived. I feel <laughs> let down. I
0: feel bamboozled. What do you feel and think when you stare at that Starbucks mug sitting on the table right now? Well, before today, I felt
2: joy. I felt excitement. I felt <sighs> happiness. Now, stripped away. <laughs> All of it.
0: You're completely disillusioned.
2: Now just sad
0: (laughs) that's about it you know i don't know what it says about me that when brett has a sad face that is hilarious (laughs) that's so funny your sad face (laughs) like you're gonna find no comfort here you're a dick
1: (laughs) (laughs) can that be our like poster just your face
2: (laughs) oh look at brett he's so sad that's hilarious
0: Brett being sad is fucking funny. (laughs) It is pretty funny. (laughs) Maybe I'll like intentionally make you sad because I'm like, oh, that's funny. Sad right now. (laughs) It's gonna be great when I have some actual sad
2: news to tell you. I'll be like, oh, dude, I have a life-threatening. I'm gonna die. Really?
0: You're like, (laughs) (laughs) are you fucking kidding me right now? He's
2: (laughs) gonna die. That's so funny.
0: Um, I don't know. Have I convinced the two of you? Would you go off coffee for three months now? Three
2: months is a, l- why three?
0: That's what Michael Pollan did when he I know, wrote the but, caffeine book.
2: But can I do like, we could start with a day. Why do we have like three months? It seems a little excessive.
0: Is it's, that like the time it takes to reset? Do you think you could like stop anytime you want? No, <laughs> I don't. Even well, it's kind of interesting. This is deep, a deeply psychological moment we're all having right now. Like you're actively talking yourself out of. Wow,
2: yeah. Consuming
0: I, caffeine for three months.
2: You're right. You're right. I, I guess I have deeper problems than I originally <laughs> realized. I have. Wow. Whoops. I'm a. I'm an addict. <laughs> How long would you Drug be willing addict.
0: to do it for? We could start small. Oh,
2: I just. Bought a huge shipment of coffee filters. I feel like I can't start now.
0: <laughs> There's always. Listen, are you hearing this? Are They're you all expensive.
2: hearing? You're right. You're right.
0: There's always going to be another reason to not quit caffeine. What if I? What if I started with? He's justifying. Can't. <clears throat> what if I started with a week? You think you could do it? Yeah, I do. I could do a week. I quit caffeine. How long did you for quit For. for? Uh, for uh, I think it was about four months last year after reading this book. Four? Mm-hmm. And I found that it took about one week for me to stop going through withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Then it took, I think, another week for me to start experiencing restful enough sleep that I would wake up in the morning automatically alert and not feel like I need a cup of coffee anymore. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I just got back on the bandwagon because I missed it. Yep. I just I missed it I like the way coffee tastes I like meeting up with a friend at a coffee shop I love too a coke zero after a hot day of mowing the lawn I
2: do too okay so here's what I'm I'm getting at or what where my brain's going so I think I could do it mm-hmm. what I would have to do I could I like coffee mainly for the hot beverage portion mm-hmm. like I love the feeling of a hot something in the morning like a hot it feels good decaf
0: do you think you could do that's
2: that's where i'm i'm thinking i should head because the caffeine maybe necessarily isn't my favorite part it's a nice benefit but i think i could do it if i switched to decaf in the morning mm-hmm. and then i usually have like a can of coke zero in the afternoon
0: mm-hmm. right when i hit
2: this slump that you're talking when about. your
0: body wants to take a siesta yep. take a little nap
2: my fairies mm-hmm. are
0: speaking all the adenosine.
2: And so I think if I replace that with maybe a caffeine-free soda, yeah. I could do that as well. Because I like
0: soda for the bubbly yeah. portion. But you could get that same kind of kick out of like a LaCroix yes. or a... Yeah. I've really been liking Liquid Death lately. Oh, I like those. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. the Death to Plastic Company. They've got this sweet mango sparkling water. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's so good. I like those. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Maybe a nice little Topo Chico
0: and lime. mm Topo Chico and lime. Oh, my gosh. Charlo, could you do it?
1: So, here's my thoughts. Because it's a trade-off for me. The only time I take caffeine is pre-workout.
0: Right? Mm. Oh, but pre-workout right. has like 300 it has milligrams. It's like three cups of coffee worth.
1: It's 333 in some of oh some of them. Others are like 200. Make your face itch. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I love it. But here's the thing, though, understand. that's interesting. Is that with it's a trade-off because... If you're taking caffeine, then you're not getting good sleep and sleeps when your muscles repair. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, bodybuilders, what do you do? Right. Do you skip the caffeine, have better sleep? What's more important? Or do you get better gains in the gym right. because of the pre-workout? Yep. At
2: cost of your sleep. Yeah, is there a best answer?
0: I think so. I'll try and convince you both of uh, something different. What? Yeah, what? I just want to keep ruining everyone's day. <laughs> I'm sick of this. Can we rename this podcast to like the day ruiner? Yeah, like, James I just wanna... hates you. <laughs> I want to convince you that you <laughs> suck.
2: Here's everything you're doing wrong. <laughs> no, it's very helpful. I give you a lot of shit, but very helpful.
0: <laughs> so I found... Okay, so I want to shout out a podcast that I love so much. It's a drier podcast, but it's... Dr. Andrew Huberman, Huberman labs. He is a neuroscientist at Stanford in California and he, I love neuroscience. I love like just understanding how the receptors in our brain That's work, understanding our responses to dopamine, serotonin, adenosine, um, you know, ha- all that stuff's so fascinating to me, but he argues cause he knows all of this stuff. He argues that we should work on enhancing caffeine instead of getting off of caffeine entirely. And that also, you can get the most bang for your buck just timing your caffeine, Mm -hmm. right? So Trello, after reading this book, I love pre-workout. I I can't work out without it. I use it every day too. I like it. I switched to stimulant-free pre-workout. And what stimulant-free pre-workout does... Dude, that's just crystal light. (laughs) Damn it, Brett. He's right. It's just crystal light. I go to the gym with a giant pitcher of lemonade. And <laughs> I get on the treadmill and I sip lemonade through a straw. Mm-hmm.
2: You don't need pre-workout.
0: <laughs> judging everyone around me.
2: So what is the alternative
0: though? Okay. So I know we talked about adenosine. I'm going to mention a few other, a few other yeah crazy things niacin is really important most people are niacin deficient when you feel itchy when you drink pre-workout that's niacin niacin's a b vitamin trello can look this up i can't remember if it's b6 b12 b3 it's one of the b's um niacin is responsible for uh expanding your blood vessels when your blood vessels expand your blood flows a lot faster and this is what people what gym rats call a pump it's a b3 B3. Niacin is B3. Is
2: that what's in like Viagra? <laughs> Maybe. S- that's not a joke. Serious. I don't know. I don't know. Opens blood vessels.
0: We're, we're going to defer to Trello. Trello's going to be our Jamie. Figure out what Viagra has you know in it. know a lot about okay, Viagra. I'll,
2: I'll t- what does it have that in it?
0: Not to say that. <laughs> we're not supposed to say Viagra.
1: No, 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 no.
2: The Trello's into it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks viagra user
1: trello <laughs>
0: viagra advocate
2: viagra <laughs> evangelist
1: join my mlm <laughs> it's not wow. an mlm to just
2: make money if you recruit people it's it's upside not, down pyramid it's, it's not, not
0: an mlm it's just i have me. to i make more money if i bring in like five people below me and then they'll bring in five people yeah. and it's kind of like an upside down reverse funnel yeah not it's not a pyramid. normal pyramid yeah <laughs> Okay, so niacin expands your blood vessels, which for me, when my blood vessels are expanded, Mm -hmm. it makes my go response. Sure. I want to move. I've got to move. I want to run. Lift some heavy
2: objects and put them down. Yes,
0: yes. And there's another compound that's typically in these stimulant-free pre-workouts called L-theanine. Oh. And L-theanine is an amino acid. It's a protein. You get it when you eat you spinach. love L-theanine. I am the biggest L-theanine fan on planet Earth. It exists in all plants. You get it when you eat chicken, pro steak, spinach, kale, everything. But if you pair it, usually 100 to 200 milligrams with some other type of stimulant like a vitamin. Mm -hmm. It elicits a focus response, which is kind of what caffeine does. It it makes you hone in and it's also a minor anti-anxiety. It makes you kind of just focus on what you're focusing on and and zone everything else out. Sounds great. Yeah. So, which is what you want at the gym, right? You don't want to be worried about anything else other than lifting weights. Straight gains, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm going to get jacked without caffeine, bro. (laughs) Anyways, stimulant free pre-workout. Does it work? I like it. I like it. I doesn't make me feel the way like bucked up makes me feel no like bucked up makes you you'd want to tear a hole in your wall It doesn't get it's you there amazing.
1: I love that yeah stuff. it's like what oh i imagine gosh.
0: wolverine feels when his claws come out and i do miss it i'll be honest i it, like yeah and you know what Stimulant free pre-workout sucks but bucked up so much better
1: bucked so. up does have uh stimulant free pre-workout
0: oh mm-hmm. huh
2: so hey, it's still up.
1: get the decent taste And all their other stuff that they have.
2: Stimulant-free pre-workout to me sounds almost like an oxymoron.
0: It is. Yeah. It's Okay, so stimulant-free pre-workout is better than nothing. It's better than showing up at the gym feeling sluggish. Which I have, yeah. But it's not as good as being, you know, (laughs) pounded and bucked up. mm -hmm. Feeling like the Hulk. You two should do an experiment with me if you want.
2: I'll do it.
0: I'll do it. Maybe we could go for like two weeks. We could see, You're Trello. Just, you doubled today's, what I said today's I leg to do. day. He's
1: got to
2: rework over leg day. I, I couldn't relate more. I gotta get the
1: peach, James.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know, and I still drink caffeine. Knowing all of this, the one like last thing I wanted to tell you both is the pros of caffeine outside of what we talked about Thank like you. the medical pros Thank you. we talked about the psychological pros it brought about the renaissance people but <laughs> changed the world the one thing caffeine does terribly is it affects our sleep we already talked about that that's the biggest reason to cut caffeine out of your life is because of your adenosine response in your body but caffeine is actually the best antioxidant known to mankind like in the silver lining (laughs) in the standard American diet, we all eat such little fruits and vegetables that we are not getting enough antioxidants and caffeine makes up the most antioxidant properties in our whole diet in America. It is our main antioxidant. And if we just removed it, we would be, we would not have enough antioxidants in our diet. So that's why I never get sick. Well, I didn't know this until last night, but I didn't know why it was important to get an antioxidant. I didn't even really know what an antioxidant was. I said that you, like I knew. Do you guys know what an antioxidant is? I didn't. Something
2: that stops oxidants, I would assume. <laughs> but that presents the next question of what is an oxidant?
0: Yeah. What does that even mean? Antioxidants are super important to cellular health.
2: Oh, I was just going to say that.
0: So our cells are constantly turning over like Brett was about to mention, uh, but cut me off <laughs> long story short, antioxidants protect us against a lot of different types of cancer because they promote mm-hmm. cell regeneration and the faster your cells are regenerating, the less likely you are to have a mutated cell stick around. Right. Um, and so the, again, the standard American diet contains such a small amount of an- antioxidants because we don't eat enough fruits and vegetables that you can actually see like lower risk of cancer in people who drink coffee regularly. Yeah. So yeah, you're sacrificing your sleep, but you're also reducing your risk of cancer, which is great.
2: So how do we win?
0: (laughs) Okay. So I think this is what I'm trying to convince both of you of. You don't have to quit caffeine. Trello, you can keep taking your pre-workout. I slammed a cup of coffee right before drinking this. (laughs) I wanted to, I want to convince everyone that caffeine is absolutely a drug like weed yeah, no doubt like I'm on alcohol yep like all the other drugs caffeine is a drug it is I a dare to drug. Resist. you are you are consuming drugs every single day mm-hmm. i hope i've convinced you of that
2: so quit this all drugs are bad narrative get that out <laughs> enough of that
0: <laughs> i want to see this brett so 24 7 busting people's doors caffeine is a drug and it's okay not all drugs are bad
1: Here's some pre-workout. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's, that is one
2: thing. <laughs> Here's some pre-workout. That is one thing that my drugs class taught me. Not all drugs are bad.
0: Right, right. And so, I, I don't know. I think what I want to convince you both of is, yes, you are addicted to a drug called caffeine. Okay, I accept that. For one, trying to convince you two to stop today. I was unsuccessful and I felt like it was an intervention and you both were like, but I can't, I've got to have my pre-workout. I have to have my, it did. It it felt like an attack. (laughs) So I'm not, I'm not going to force you both off caffeine. I'll do it. I'm not taking away your drugs, but I wanted to bring the idea, kind of a niche idea that sometimes it's okay to be addicted to a drug if the benefits you get outweigh the cons.
2: That's true, and as long as you understand like what it's doing,
0: mm-hmm. you
2: know, and healthy boundaries, yep. I think with it, like maybe five cups
0: of coffee a day. No.
2: Probably isn't my best bet, which I used to do, but I don't anymore, <laughs> I don't, I don't.
0: He hasn't done that in at
2: least three hours. Doctor, I don't.
1: You better hit that 72 cups though.
2: Voltaire <laughs> no. did it. Look at what where you, it got him.
1: You can write the new constitution. He invented
2: <laughs> constitution
0: 2.0. With pictures, with diagrams.
2: This time with illustrations.
0: <laughs> Are you tired of reading the boring constitution? The one you're not sure what it all means? Introducing
2: the fun constitution written by me, Brett. <laughs> Introducing On <Brett's> caffeine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Introducing Brett's constitution.
2: Hi. Brett's caffeine constitution. <laughs>
0: So I think for me personally, I, what changed for me was I try and have one cup of coffee every single day before noon and I try and keep it to 120 milligrams. So just enough to get that focus, but not so much that it's going to block my adenosine all the way till like 4am the next day. Yeah. And I also think, yes, I'm addicted, but it's my main source of antioxidants. So I like the fact that I'm getting in a lot of antioxidants in a way that's like pretty safe. Not and today, cancer. I like that it helps me out professionally. So mm-hmm. helps me stay focused. So for me, like the trade-offs are pretty small. Yes, it's a drug. Yes, it's affecting my sleep. But I get a lot for it. So if I moderate it, if I try and only have it in the morning, then I think it's a good thing. Oh, and the last thing I'll say, shout out to Andrew Huberman, Huberman Labs, once again. He argues that the best way to combat this vicious cycle of... I'm tired, so I need a cup of coffee. And then the cup of coffee is going to make me more tired, so I need another one. Oh, my life. Is to wait to have your first bit of caffeine until 40 minutes after you've woken up and also to expose yourself to natural sunlight before having a cup of coffee. I already do this. Well, then you're good. That's why you sleep so well, Brett. (sighs) When you do this, it counteracts this. It teaches your brain how to wake up naturally. Our brains have adapted to... Sense sunlight and then promote uh "it's time to get up in the morning and feel energized" response. So, like for me, I wake up at usually about seven forty-five, and I'll have that first cup of coffee around eight forty-five. So I brush my teeth, maybe go for a walk, step out into the front yard, then I'll go have the cup of coffee, and then I mm. cut myself off around eleven a.m. You know, mm-hmm. and then I have stimulant-free pre-workout when I'm ready to go to the gym, and I sleep pretty good. And so for me, it's like there's that balance, you know. Okay. That's about
2: where I am too. But if nothing else today, you have made me think a little bit more critically about my caffeine consumption and how it can, it can, it's, it can be bad and how like I can, it's, it's a problem at times for sure. And I need to create a healthier Mm -hmm. balance of Mm -hmm. caffeine in my life, but I am going to try this two weeks. Are you really? Yeah.
0: Huh. I'll do it with you. Will you? I'll do it with you. I've quit caffeine and started it up so many times. What's another time doing it?
2: What's what's one more, right?
0: We'll be getting decaf. If you get cancer Starbucks. in
2: this two weeks, I'll feel so bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn it. Those were all my antioxidants.
2: Oh, yeah. We got to probably figure out a way to get our antioxidants the next couple of weeks. That's true. Alternatives. Blueberries, I think, have them.
0: Just fruits. Lots of fruits and vegetables. Are you in, Trello? Are you going to do it, too? No. No. <laughs> oh: I want to ask you both. I have one last one last little thing for you. I think Utah oh, I, do you want to know how I came up with this topic? Oh, yeah. Caffeine is the number one, where it's trending the most is in Utah.
2: Hmm. I, that surprises me, none.
0: It's because Utah has such a complicated relationship with caffeine. Uh-huh. We love it. And we hate it. It's misunderstood Mm -hmm. for sure. We hate it because so for our, you know, we have listeners all around the country, which, uh, holy cow, I can't believe that. For those of you that don't know, hot drinks like coffee and tea are not particularly popular in Utah for religious reasons.
2: But what I... Among some. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what I find fascinating is Utah still want caffeine though. They just don't want hot drinks. Yeah. So I want to ask you both about the Swig phenomenon. <laughs> the epidemic. <laughs> what is it? Like explain it to people who don't know. What is this well, place? Well, you know how the average person
2: to get their caffeine fix usually the the go-to is usually coffee or tea. Right. You know? Cuz it's not usually pumped with a bunch of sugar. I mean Starbucks
0: but a I normal house-made coffee yeah, is right, right. zero calories. It's a lot
2: better for you than a soda. Mm-hmm. But to get around that, because <laughs> in Utah, that's a, you know frowned upon a little bit, so we gotta get it elsewhere. Like, oh, where else to get it than soda? It's the same as a drive-thru like Starbucks. You can just get a big old five-gallon bucket of soda to go about your day, <laughs> and that's like their alternative, which is fine, but soda's a lot worse
0: for you than coffee. So much worse. So much worse, actually. If I could convince anybody of anything, it's to quit drinking soda entirely, entirely. Because getting it from a plant, from a coffee bean mm-hmm. or a or a tea leaf, whoop. we're gonna edit that out in post. That means our time's up. <laughs> <laughs> getting it from yeah, a coffee bean or a tea leaf, yeah, is just so much better for you. But yeah, Swig is starbucks for mormons mm-hmm. it's crazy and i love it i go to swig oh i'm a yeah multiple okay. times a week oh my gosh they have this thing called the texas tab it's dr pepper with cream and coconut milk and oh my gosh i could drink
1: that i've never been to swig but that actually sounds pretty dang what good. <laughs> <I just laughs> never or fizz or any of those i can't believe that sodas. really you never don't like soda to,
0: not really oh, you're a better man than me yeah, i need really. to quit that's the one thing i'm a, we gotta quit soda 100 really? he's an. brett is you're off the rails dude <laughs> I am. you this is an intervention if anything <laughs> we've learned today is that i have a problem every time i've brought up like we need to quit soda you're like but what if we like you, the justifications right There's now deeper it's like, issues going on <laughs> <laughs> we gotta take this off the air like we gotta cut i gotta need to go
2: for a walk with well, you this two. has been illuminating <laughs> on multiple fronts
0: whoops so my point is that with swig mm. particularly that humans need and love caffeine so much that they will reinvent the coffee shop because swig is the utah version of a coffee shop and if you ever in here from out of town go through a swig go through a fizz you'll be like this is crazy you can order the bougiest fanciest sodas and it's literally like a barista for mm-hmm. sodas. It's really, it's quite cool. Same I think price swig coffee is awesome. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're like $5 sodas. It's ridiculous. They're mm-hmm. so expensive. Mm-hmm. But they're, oh my gosh, they're delicious. They got at least a thousand grams of sugar per cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. But maybe not. Good. I don't freaking know. But I don't know. You want to go get some swig? Yeah,
2: let's go get some swig. <laughs> <It> sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, James. I I'm going to have a different relationship
0: with caffeine going forward. I don't think you are I don't
2: yes I am
0: you would you quit well I don't We're even doing want
2: the two weeks thing
0: I don't even want you to quit coffee anymore I just want you to quit you Coke like Zero who I am <laughs> <laughs> I want you to keep your black quit of coffee. Coke Zero yeah I want it to be an actual challenge for you dude I think you could do decaf with no problems so I want to test I think you. I
2: could do decaf with no problems and I will I I accept your challenge
0: you'll quit Coke Zero for two weeks yeah. Will you shake my hand? I can't,
2: I can't. Germs. Yeah, I'll do it. Not starting today, though, right? It's like starting Monday. Oh, I, I, my
0: gosh. I like Brett. fresh
2: starts on Monday.
0: Oh, my gosh. I Today. Tom- right no, now. Tomorrow
2: is a bad day. Brett. For the first day to go off. Tomorrow is Mother's Day. Are you actually
0: joking me right now? Monday? I don't joke.
2: <laughs> yes, Monday. Not today. Why today? I've already... <laughs> Too late, caffeinated, fairies are dead, too... I can't start today.
0: Okay, Monday it is. Monday it is. I accept that. I accept that.
2: (laughs) So uh, the next podcast will be extremely boring. (laughs) James has single-handedly... Ruined Brett's life. Ruined the show.
0: Sorry. (laughs) I'm here to tear you down. I don't want to build you up. I'm here to tear you down. Consider me torn (laughs) down. (laughs) Thank you, James. Thank you, Brett. Thank you. Thank you, Trello. Thank you, Trello. Quit pre-workout Trello, please.
1: Uh, Thanks. Thanks, guys.